everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Heidi ho everybody. Hey, hey. Hey. Hello. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hop Culture today. Happy Thanksgiving if you're in the United States. Today's episode is pie-themed, but before we explain, let's sound off quickly with everyone's favorite type of pie. Mine is probably French silk. Mine is pumpkin. Oh, I love pumpkin too. Yeah. No, you don't. Don't. Yes, pretend. I can. Yes, yes, Claire likes pumpkin. Claire has always liked pumpkin. I eat pie. it every year. I don't it's, believe anyone. It's not as glamorous as a French silk. <laughs> is it because you made one one time and not enough people ate it? No, I asked. I've I've wanted to. We've. It's water. We talked about this last We've week. Yeah. About this before. <laughs> but. My favorite pie. I love pie. Just, you know. I also love I, pie. Just to give my two cents, I would have pie all year round actually it's one of my favorite desserts but i think my favorite is probably cherry pie but it's not really a thanksgiving pie so as far as thanksgiving pies i like a chocolate pie not french silk per se but like grace knows the one that one (laughs) yep i know that one wow our famous pie (laughs) very excluded at the moment my favorite pie even i i said i don't Love pie. I like pie. I like to have it at Thanksgiving. It is a tradition. But my favorite pie is strawberry. I haven't had a strawberry pie in like 10 years because no one else loves it. Mm-hmm. Did we? Very good pie. I don't know that I've really ever have had. Ever had a strawberry <laughs> yeah. pie. We used to have it every summer when we came to Utah. We'd get a Marie Callender's <gasps> strawberry pie. Oh, that's true. And no one else would eat it but like me and mom. Yeah. It kind of looks like gelatin to me. I don't know. Yeah, the mm-hmm. strawberries look unwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's seem natural. A gelatinous covering of strawberries. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's gross. I'm sure it's pretty bad. <laughs> good, but yeah, yeah. I actually don't think I've ever had it either. I think I was always a little scared of like the gelatinous quality, but. I love that everyone's naming, well, I guess with the exception of Tess, like random <laughs> pies that it's are like not summer, really traditional. Yeah, summer, summer pies, like chocolate. Christmas pies. <laughs> so today we're discussing our most iconic pie in the sky ideas. For those who aren't familiar with the idiom, a dream or scheme could be described as pie in the sky if it's unrealistic or unlikely to come to fruition. The inspiration for this topic came from the recent social media trend of celebrating delusional or delulu beliefs one may hold about their abilities, intelligence, or romantic prospects. Yes. In the Forbes.com article entitled, Is Delulu Really the Salulu? Mark Travers concludes, The Delulu mindset reinforces once again the power of belief and self-talk in turning ideas into actions with success. As with any social media trend, the deluge of Delulu needs to be taken with a grain of salt. However, writing it off as just another Gen Z whim might come at a cost. It's not a coincidence that most successful people, when looking back at their younger selves, cite the delusional hope 
they had back then as the fuel that propelled them through the toughest parts of their lives and careers. I'm excited about this episode because I want to reframe some of my worst ideas as manifestations of hope and confidence. So I think this is going to be positive for all of us. But how would we rank ourselves, you know, as a group in order from least to most to Lulu? Let's, on the count of three, let's say the most. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh, you're not ready? I think you're all it's delusional. Tough. It's tough because <laughs> I didn't say we're like not. A, we're just ranking like, ourselves. Okay. I just I thought there okay. was an I thought there was an obvious choice for most. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, test. <laughs> yes. So Correct rude, answer. It's, it's very true. It's test. <sighs> it's one of our most endearing qualities. Though. It's so endearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. And admirable. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's the thing is like we're not we're actually celebrating because a lot of people Yeah, it said in this article, like a lot of people look back, like successful people look back and be like, I was clueless. I had no right to be there, but I, you know, went for it anyway. And it's like, sometimes you have to just go for something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Well, and here's the thing. There's hopeful delusion, mm-hmm. which is forward thinking, going to try something that you're not qualified to try. And then there's backward delusional, which is just like looking at someone else's comp- accomplishments and being like, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is annoying and a ton of people do that. Mm-hmm. I much prefer Tess's like Oh yeah, we're not talking hopeful. about that here today. It's only pop mm-hmm. it's just the hopeful kind. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. I am full of optimism, but I am never I'm probably never gonna be one of those people that's like looking back on their success because of my Enneagram sevenness, uh where I just keep I keep going. It's not one delusion that I just like mm-hmm, one goal. Onto it and like this is it. I'm gonna make it happen. It's just like that's that's my. I love it. I love I love being full of uh, delusions. It makes life <laughs> fun. But I can cite several from past few months alone. Uh, so I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> and then next. I would say the second most delusional. Let me know if let's, you disagree. Let's name it. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. No, I guess we can't <laughs> okay. do it for every single. <laughs> I guess we're. Yeah, this is the episode. Okay. <laughs> Number this two. This is going to be such a nightmare to try to get the audio exactly like this. <laughs> you know, no, we're doing it. One, two, three. Grace. Oh. Oh. Okay. I could. Wow. I could divided. see it being Grace. I I can see either one her out just a little bit. Claire has the <laughs> hustle edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. Mine are most mostly business ideas. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm calling all your businesses <laughs> delusional. <laughs> well, some, several of them have ended in mere days. So. <laughs> true. So true. Oh man. <laughs> And I had very similar childhood whims to Tess in terms of like (laughs) making things with no skills whatsoever. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I would put myself second, but I could see Grace. I don't know. Is Grace is just like Grace is just impulsive? I think Grace (laughs) is actually weirdly qualified. Like for a lot of of times, it's like, oh no, that's actually something that 
she's very capable. Like her house, for example, is a huge project, but she's like learning how to do things. Like she's not just like slowly. Yeah, but like you're doing delusional that I thought it would happen in like a couple years. I actually (laughs) remembered as I was preparing for this episode that I've been diagnosed with delusions. Um We weren't sure this was too clinically delusional. Too dark to share. Um, When we were, Anne and I both were like, went through like the process with a psychiatrist of being tested for ADHD. And they did like a little psyche valve thing. And Anne's came back and they said, what do they say that you have enviable mental health? Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to that. it's gone Which now. It's such a funny, time. like, she has, like, a written statement that says she has enviable <laughs> mental health. And and mine's, one of the lines said, Grace suffers from delusions, which she may often find troubling, or something like, something <laughs> to the effect that, like, I have, like, unpleasant delusions. So, apparently, even it's with that, the fun kind. Only the I'm still not as delusional as delusional. as Tess and Claire, which tells you mm-hmm. something about the. Yeah, genome. I've never Tess. been assessed yeah, for ADHD, so it's me. probably best that way that I don't yeah. know. Anne is annoyingly grounded, so she. I'm yeah, feeling, Anne is easily I'm, the, li- the I'm least delusional. I'm feeling jealous. Like I wish I were a little bit more delusional because I probably hold myself back from a lot of fun things. That's probably true. A lot of like fun, like incomplete projects Mm -hmm. and disappointments you're holding yourself back from like stress and feeling bad too it's mostly just like disappointment when things don't work out yeah and just Mm -hmm. kind of like yeah just like it it says like it's easy (laughs) to when you're delusional it's easy to spiral and be like, oh, I did it again. I oh. I really thought this was gonna be. <laughs> There's nothing time. like the high of a new idea, though. <laughs> it's true. I really. know. I move on quickly. I to get myself out of that, I have to come up with a new plan. So we're each gonna share a few of our most pie in the sky ventures from days gone by, starting with childhood. Who's got one to share? Um, I have a very niche one. I think of every spring. And um, so I remember being a little child outside of our church building. I was probably like six or seven. And there was cotton fluff stuff that was like blowing off of blossoms on the trees. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And I think I know the delusion you're about to say. (laughs) Do you really? Can I guess? Sure. Did you think you could gather it up? And comb it out and spin it into wool. And yeah, I actually thought that too. I, I think I thought that too. I, I was just kind of playing with it. And then I think dad just jokingly was like, oh, or maybe it was mom. Someone was like, oh, are you going to like weave that into like a little sweater or something? And I was like, no, that's an idea. And I loved, I mean, I loved like I did teach myself to knit as a child. In fact, since this is coming out on Thanksgiving, I think we should post the picture of me knitting in my pilgrim outfit. (laughs) That is... Oh, no. Really, That's so nerdy. It's really like I truly thought I could like make my own clothing, dip my own candles. Like I was like I will live as someone on the frontier and like that will be I was so ahead of my time mm-hmm. with like I could have been ballerina farm. 
See now, now okay, now I'm Uh-oh. doing the backwards. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> I, that could have been me. Oh, <laughs> I just did it. It is toxic. I can feel it. So anyway, no, I'm not doing it. Not looking back. I'm happy with where I am, but I really was like so invested in a you know unplugged lifestyle from the time I was like six years old. So I remember being like, oh, like. And I genuinely was like, oh, this is cotton. Like, the same stuff our clothes are made out of. Like, I don't see why this wouldn't work. So, yeah, I had stuff like that all the time. But probably my biggest thing I was famous for as a young child was cooking without a recipe or permission or supervision. Um, If mom was, like, distracted doing something, if she was away from home and dad was watching us. Like, if there was ever a time I could sneak into the kitchen – um, and cook. And I just would not listen to reason that I needed a recipe or just like the basic building blocks of like a cookie, like flour or an egg. I just thought I could kind of just whip things up. And I specifically remember <laughs> this one <laughs> sheet of cookies. I think mom and dad just let me do this one just to get it out of my system. But it was just like little flat puddles of goo. Because I didn't know you had to turn the oven on, nor would I have been allowed to. So it was just baking under the lights. I thought that was turning the oven on. It's just turning the oven light. So it didn't really cook. And it was just like little puddles of goo. And dad called them squirrel poo cookies. And I was like really shocked because I thought they were pretty good. It's like, I don't get what the big deal is. Um, so yeah, and I, I, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't finally come around to like, yeah, they're right. These aren't good. I was just like, I just can you imagine them? cook as like, a parent trying to cook. like patiently like explain to the child like yeah. the, now the I has to be on like it has to cook so much. They were actually and then the so kid, patient. Like, the to kid let me like try. won't listen. So finally you're. <laughs> Like, okay, she's just gonna have to learn her own lessons. <laughs> and you let her and she's and she still won't still learn. I still kind of do this. I actually didn't even mean to talk about this, but I did make some muffins earlier this week. And I was like, I can make these healthier by just adding like oats instead of some of the flour and like carrot shreds shredded carrot. <laughs> they are kind of like little goo gooey. Muffins, but if you keep them in the fridge, they're pretty good. good. (laughs) Horrible. They're pretty good, and they they they're healthy. Um, But yeah, I I still kind of just think like, oh, I could throw some of that in. Um, Yeah, that was that's mine. Oh, that's so good. That's so funny. It's fun to hear about because I did that too as a kid, and mom would always try to use you as a cautionary tale. No, honey, Claire Claire used to do this too, and none of of her things worked out. (laughs) But I, of course, I was like, how could you compare me to another child? Like, I'm a prodigy. (laughs) But mine also turned out just the same way. Uh, And another delusion I had, I just had this, like, I also have a very specific memory to share. I thought that I was going to make a movie that was like really good and cinematic and so I was like the whole family has to be involved because I need actors and I need like 
extras. And so I just, in my head, I don't know if this will translate as funny as it it is to me now to think back, but in my head, I made like these like buildings out of cardboard that I wanted people... (laughs) Does anyone remember this? No, I must have been gone. I, I wanted, I wanted two people to be behind the cardboard and <laughs> to be moving. <laughs> I can't picture this at all. I don't know how to describe it. Like they were supposed to like run off screen and then replace each other, so oh. that the buildings were always moving. And then the person in front was supposed to look like they were walking. I see. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. So they're just like, replacing, like, yes. and you know, so replace, replace, constant, replace. Yeah, replace, mm-hmm. replace, replace. And then there's like a, a building moving behind, <laughs> behind them. And just the memory, I think it was mom and dad that had to be behind the cardboard. <laughs> and the memory of them scurrying, <laughs> trying to bring my, my vision to life is so, like, endearing because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> also, the like the feeling of shock that I had when I watched it back, and it was so bad. It's just one of my most vivid memories from my childhood. But I know that Grace or Anne was there because I made them be the walker. It's like on Parks and Rec when Ben makes the claymation movie. <laughs> exactly, it was exactly like that. It's second. Yes. I don't really remember any delusions as a kid. I mean, I. I always thought I had magic powers, but I feel like every kid thinks that. I would. Mm. I don't think I ever thought I, I was never magic. Thought I had magic no. powers. Never. Mm-mm. I I remember watching Matilda, and then like I would like stare at things and like tell them to move and just wait. And like I was absolutely sure that they would move. I probably did that until I don't know until I was way too old to think that I still could potentially have magic powers. <laughs> okay, so a literal delusion. <laughs> yeah, I'm really surprised. I thought <laughs> I thought everyone was going to be like, "Oh yeah, I went through that phase." No, Literally, none of you. I don't think so. I feel mm-hmm. like Matilda did kind of. I don't know. We all kind of had like a Matilda phase had a big impact on us. Nineties. Mm-hmm. Well, Matilda's like not really clear on like is she actually like at least with Harry Potter, you understand like he's a wizard. You know, there's some order, but it's just sort of like. Because her parents were bad and she was good, she could punish them. And it's like, what? Like, it's not really clear on, like, like the stipulations. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just had a – can I share one more just so brief? It just popped into my head and I had completely forgotten about this. But do you guys remember the abandoned Tasty Freeze in Eagle River? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to buy it and fix it up (laughs) and I wrote a letter Asking, because I, I was, like, talking to mom uh, for, like, weeks. I was like, I think I could buy it and, like, really make it nice. And, and I wanted to make, like, a little ice cream shop and or a candy shop or something. And she was like, oh, well, they're not going to let you buy it. You don't have enough money. And I was like, I think if I write a letter to them and, like, explain, like, plead my case, they'll let me buy it for, for like, $10. I, was just, I just was like... It's abandoned. Like, why mm-hmm. would they be charged? I had I couldn't understand why they would be charging more than like fifteen bucks. For yeah, that. exactly. It's like it's just Thank sitting there. Know. They're not making money on it right now. Yeah. It was just. It's just that it's actually. To think back on. I feel like since childhood, owning a business was like such a thing I dreamed of as mm-hmm. a child. Like that's yeah, a that's bakery. a very understandable. Yeah, a little bakery, and I feel like there's probably 
Is there a movie where like a kid runs an ice cream shop or something? <laughs> it seems like something that would happen That's on true. TV or something. And Probably. that would have been so cute. So you wrote a letter? I wrote a letter. I You never I, heard back? I stamped it, but I doubt mom sent it. <laughs> I also don't think I had an address, so I was like trying to find I think I just addressed it to the Tasty Freeze. It's oh. <laughs> really cute. Anyway, okay, and I'm eager to hear yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little like logical delusion from Well, a- <laughs> yeah, my my delusions were all about my future career. I definitely my dream job as a child was to be a pop star, which is <laughs> I don't think I knew that. That's shocking. I so shocking. hated singing, and I didn't want anyone to hear me singing either. And I also don't have the personality to be a pop star. There just was nothing about it that was anchored in common sense. And I think I think that's why it was like, you know my dream because it would just be like so out of out of the ordinary for me like it's just something that i would never actually get to do i think i wanted i was drawn to the fame mm-hmm. the money mm-hmm. the vanity the clothing <laughs> yeah cuz i, I was my <laughs> yeah i think was, you were you were a very, very little child <laughs> <laughs> i also kind of thought like oh i might be like a model or like grandpa would always talk about me being like Miss America so I'm like I could be Miss America like because you were because Anne let me say Anne was presented as like absurdly tall and yeah. now like, yeah like I remember as a kid being like oh Anne's tall she's so mm-hmm. tall and now I'm like she was like slightly above average I think height. I was tall for a laugh you were tall stunted by the maybe probably part. stunted by like, lack of vitamin D like, oh I'm not tall mm-hmm. like actually you might be right Anne yeah no, I've never considered that but you're right I actually think maybe people are shorter there yeah I gotta I look like that I up was, like, if one we did live in Alaska <laughs> people could, I've seen. would we all be like 5'10 and up maybe it's shocking to consider yeah. mm-hmm and then I also thought, more realistically, I thought I would work in, like, corporate America. Maybe I'd work in, like, New York City. I really thought I'd ha- mm-hmm. I'd be wearing, like, business clothes, but, like, fancy ones. Kind of like the women in suits. Like, I thought I'd lead that kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, go home to mm-hmm. my fancy apartment and, like, go out to dinner in really fancy restaurants. Yet again, drawn to the glitz and the glam of New York City. So yeah, those were my delusions of grandeur as like a six-year-old. <laughs> those are like re- – I mean, just to think of like having a career and living in a big city, that's like a pretty reasonable like, yeah. thing to think <laughs> as a child. Yeah, I definitely like wasn't trying to produce magic, so. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm Googling are people shorter in Alaska, but for some reason my default <laughs> – Search engine is Yahoo, so I can't get oh. a single result oh. because could <laughs> Yahoo just be a tenth of as good as Google? Maybe like could they either try? work, work or retire yourself? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I googled average height by state, oh. and Alaska seems to be pretty average, but mm. Utah is one of the tallest states. Interesting. So it may have just been that you went to a tall state and yeah. were immediately like, "What?" I mm-hmm. am. Five eight. 
I know. I'm not trying to. Like you're you are you're the tallest woman in our family. Like, but I'm not. Easily. Yeah, I'm not like whoa. She's tall. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a normal size. Yeah, I wasn't trying to to besmirch your height. It was more just like it was always commented. Like it was how as tall if you Anne were. was an Amazon. Wo- yeah. Like yeah, she was true. so tall. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about being because I was a like tall until I reached probably like fourth or fifth grade, and then no one ever commented on my height again. But I think there's something about if you happen to be kind of tall when you're in like kindergarten or first grade, it's st- that reputation sticks with you for the rest of <laughs> yeah. your life. And it's like, oh, she's tall. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on to like teen young adult era. Did anyone have any good delusions then? I'll start. This is where my business – well, no, my business ideas – I could go into childhood ones. I won't. But – I do remember I got this little like entrepreneurial kids book. I don't know if we owned it or it was from the library. If mom bought it for me, that was extremely brave because I don't know why she would have wanted to invite more of this like into her life. But (laughs) I do remember like writing down all of these business ideas. And my favorite was to be a party planner so parents could like hire me to plan their children's birthday (laughs) parties. And looking back, I cannot fathom what a poorly <laughs> planned uh, eleven or twelve. Oh. <laughs> what a poorly planned party I would have! Wow, so such so alliterative. Uh, well, so alliterative. A poorly planned party I would have put together, just because as an adult, my parties are very poorly planned, and that's with many bad experiences under my belt where I try to learn and do better the next time, and it still doesn't go well. So just the thought that a parent would be like, yeah, I'll hire a 12-year-old to plan my kid's birthday party. That'll go well. Um, And then the other brief one I'll share is just in college, I thought that I could try to really get into Disney to fit in at BYU. And Claire, that was never going to happen for you. I tried. I remember like downloading like Disney songs <laughs> to try to learn them like later on. <laughs> I I just wanted to fit in and you know, you gotta be true to yourself. So looking back, I'm not saying that to like make fun of I Disney's great. It's no, just it's, it's just not that, me. So it's so delusional that yeah. Claire could think that because yeah, Claire she hates all animated movies. Hates anything that's like could be for children as well as adults. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Except Harry Potter. That's the only one. But yeah, and I don't really like movies. So just all yeah, of it. None of it makes true. sense. <laughs> For some reason, I was having such a hard time thinking of my teenage delusions, even though I know there were like many because mom was constantly having to say no to like crazy things that I wanted to do. So I texted mom and these were her answers going on big hikes by yourself i really thought i could <laughs> go like backpacking alone as like a yeah you were girl. really into like like solo outings yeah and which was, was so weird was because very, you had like, a core group of friends that that would have gone on, happily yeah. loved to go with exactly, you exactly <laughs> exactly i was like it's too much pressure with my friends because i'm always slower than everyone else so i just want to be alone in the wilderness go like just like be one with nature. I don't know what it was, but it it led to some big fights with mom uh, <laughs> that were entirely my fault. <laughs> um, and then 
<laughs> she mentioned my glass blowing studio. I was like, <gasps> I forgot about the glass blowing. Somehow have a glass blowing studio in our house, and I, that was like a serious idea. At at the the same age, like probably around fifteen or sixteen, I was like, could we make this happen? Wait, mom Which just I, sent I you these just imagine. now. A big yeah, list she, of them. A big list. She, <laughs> she was like, "How much time do we have?" Uh, starting various blogs. I did start many blogs. And oh, how could I have forgotten my blogging era? I'll get to that. That'll be my next oh, that's illusion. True. Etsy businesses. I had a lot of business ideas, just like Claire. Uh, trip ideas with my friends that I was cooking up. We were gonna like go backpack across Europe when we turned like seventeen or eighteen, which. You know, it's feasible, but sounds dangerous mm-hmm. with, with like a bunch of little girls, basically. Oh, and then <laughs> rugby and boxing. I thought I was gonna be like world class in both of those sports, and I forgot about I did your boxing. Go to era. a boxing gym for a few months, and they were very nice and helped me a lot. But there's just absolutely no way I <laughs> would ever. <laughs> Be good, like really good at that sport. <laughs> Rugby, I still honestly looking back think I could have been world class if I had had the opportunity. But in Anchorage, it's just not like there's there's just no resources if you want to be good at rugby. I tried. Mm-hmm. Are you athletic? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No, I just am like surprised. Great question. I <laughs> it's a great question. Here's my answer. I would have been athletic if okay. I had been given the right sport. Is oh, is what I was mm-hmm. like. I don't have your asthma resources. would have gone away. <laughs> you guys are being so mean. I empathize with Tess because I, I feel okay the same way. For a yeah, while. Tess actually got yeah, really good at tennis. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually. I I did not win one match in high school <laughs> not one tell you you were wasting <laughs> he your told time me, or something he told me i am not athletic actually he said, <laughs> this really he said i'm not an athlete <laughs> not built like an athlete which is true <laughs> that's so cruel so so he was tell a teenage nice girl <laughs> actually he was like trying to comfort me like it's not my fault that i'm so bad <laughs> Like he was like, look at so and so. He was always comparing me to this other girl that he taught. He's like, look at so and so. Like she's built like an athlete. Like she she is an athlete naturally. Like that doesn't come naturally to you. Oh my god! But gosh. I think I'm sturdy, and that's why I was like, mm. I think like those are mostly sports where like you just have to like stand your ground or like run as far as <laughs> like sprint. I'm pretty good at sprinting. I would say. Not uh, because that's a short burst yeah. <laughs> for my asthma, <laughs> which I can handle. <laughs> so I still <laughs> those delusions. I was say, it doesn't sound like you fully let go. <laughs> You're like talking yourself totally back into it. <laughs> I, really, I really think I could still be world class. <laughs> Anne is like openly weeping. Her face is like covered. <laughs> wiping my tears with my shirt. <laughs> well, Anne, you, you like gotta you talk never about- get too old to be good at rugby. You mm-hmm. know, and I yeah. think my day will come. Well, I'm always trying. Anytime a kid in my life mentions that they're playing tennis, they swim, 
or they're getting into running, I'm always like, mm-hmm, those are lifelong sports. Mm-hmm. That's a lifelong. Because in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, my day is still coming Yeah, where I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's why pickleball is my one hope. I've, yeah, I've still only played the one time, <laughs> but it's still on my on the back of my mind because I'm like, there's a chance I could get really good at this later in life. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I still have time. And you got to talk about roller derby. Come on. Oh. You're one to talk. Oh, I had a different one. Well, okay. I want to hear your different one. But, I mean, was roller derby more of a rebound after a breakup? No. Nope. I think that was more angst-driven. No, it was, was it was dating-driven. Yeah. I it thought was, it was no, when it you were dating-driven. It just was like – Sorry, I thought it was in between that. boyfriends. No, it was I thought Matt's like, like cousin did roller derby Matt's or cousin something. did roller derby. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do roller derby. So it makes I sense with what you're that. saying about the pop star thing, though, with like kind of being like, "Oh, this is so unlike me," because I feel like roller derby is <laughs> so unlike. <laughs> it was, yeah, something where I was like, "Oh, I've always wanted to like be violent," but mm-hmm. obviously in my day to day life, I'm not going to be violent. But as it turns out, I'm really scared of falling on my tailbone, and that does hold you back in roller derby. Mm-hmm. quite a bit so <laughs> i never progressed very far and also i was confused about how to pay my dues and so rather than just like figuring that out i was just like uh, i'll just not go anymore so. <laughs> i love that <laughs> okay what was your delusion though okay but my other delusion i think it was delusional of me to choose to live in the dorms as a freshman like in heleman halls Versus, like, mm-hmm. Heritage. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, mm-hmm. Heritage Halls was, like, basically, like, little apartments. Um, you had your own room, right? No, no you, you still shared, shared a room. room. You shared a room. But you have but a little you had, kitchen. had, like, a little living room and, like, kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were brand new. Brand spanking new. The yeah, they were, they were nice by the time you open. came along. I could have lived there. But instead... Everyone was like, oh, you have to live in Helaman Halls. It's so much fun. You meet so many people. It's just like a party all the time. <laughs> Girls are just always like walking in and out of everyone's rooms. Uh, it was a nightmare. And of course it was. <laughs> I don't have the personality to thrive in an environment where everyone is making new friends all the time. I also would have loved to have a kitchen. It just was like... Any lick of common sense could have led me to not live in Helaman Halls. I'm sorry, Anne. I feel like I was part of. I was definitely part it of it. It was yeah, all of you. But- it was Claire, Grace, <laughs> Mom, Dad. Everyone was like, oh, it's so much fun. Well, all we heard was how Dad lived in an apartment his freshman year, and mm-hmm. that was just like a horrible choice. And yeah. Mom lived in the dorms, and she was like the darling of BYU. So yeah. that's not – that was just how it was painted to us. You know, yeah. so it was like there's no in-between in our minds. It was yeah, like you Dad have to live in the dorms. Is it's a hard it's hard to hear about. <laughs> it's really yeah. tough. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Yeah. It was um, really sad. <laughs> it was very lonely. So homesick. Very mm-hmm. homesick. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry though, Anne. You're right. It's the perception, the old perception of like what the dorm situations were was not, you know, accurate to like what it was by the time you came along. Yeah. Like I chose living in a tiny little shoebox of a room with some random roommate who was very nice but way too popular and friendly and people were just coming in all the time 
singing at the top of their lungs. And oh, there's going to be girls singing at the top of their lungs in the dorms. But That's Grace, why you, you go know, to it. You know who lived next door to me. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Had I lived That's anywhere a else. That's a toughie. <laughs> I could have had someone else living by me. <laughs> okay, are you, we get editing this out? Because I got to know who it is. You wouldn't know her. You <laughs> wouldn't know. Just a strange. She, she just was, she lived in a different place that I lived later. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I made the wrong choice and it, it truly was delusional. I don't have the personality for that. My latest delusion, I don't know if you guys are going to, give like a half-hearted support or if if you'll is this laugh. a new one you're rolling out this is a new one i'm rolling out <laughs> wow hot off the press <laughs> is that i recently looked up adult improv classes <gasps> in no. Cleveland. no grace no. that would be so no. fun i don't support i i, absolutely I actually totally support this i would have I so much fun, fun coming to watch to roller drift, my little like end of sense. class showcase you Grace, have to it would be so fun. I'm smiling just thinking about it. It sounds no, really fun. I cannot watch people I know. No. You know, we're not Chicago, but yeah. we're, we're kind of close. So close, we could be third We city. start with a C. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Chicago, LA, and Cleveland, the mm-hmm. three big improv the hub. <laughs> centers. Uh, I think it would be great fodder for the podcast. So for nothing else, I think you should go for it. But- I mean, I'll do it. You were doing adult tap, I thought. Oh, yeah, no, but I, I wasn't uh, in like in-person classes. With yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, I actually think this would be great fun. I would love to come watch. I don't want to participate. Is it a thing where they're going to pull people out of the audience? Mm-mm. I love the <laughs> – As if I know. It's like a recital show. Yeah, so but what if there's – I could see a thing where it's like, you know – you know, that crowd is going to be pulling people <laughs> yeah. out of the audience, and I never want to be in a situation like that, ever. <laughs> I think you should go for it. That sounds like lots of fun. Does anyone else have one to wrap up? I just want to say I worry that my quilt was <laughs> I was going to ask about the quilt, but I didn't, I didn't want I it worry. to be a I sore keep, subject. I keep intending to go back to it. You have uh, another full so I would say far. you have a full year to work on it. Full extra year and then it will have been a, a delusion. I okay. I don't think the quilt counts because what who hasn't started a quilt in delusion? I have. I mean, I think most crafters have like unfinished projects. Mhm. I have one quick delusion and it was when I said I was going to be quitting Diet Coke. <gasps> she's back so soon one week I, later i didn't even like make it make it through a day i was just kind of like why <laughs> am i doing this again like you literally hadn't made it through a day when you announced it <laughs> oh no well i had announced that i was thinking about it oh i thought oh, you so already then, were the next okay. day i was like okay yeah i think i'm gonna just like not have diet coke today and then i got really tired at like <laughs> 3 p.m mm-hmm. and i was like uh this isn't worth it and then I discovered Sonic, which close by. I'll I'll save that for my weekly when I get. Okay. But it yeah it I was doomed from the start. There will be other times in life to <laughs> yeah, do like, that, you know, when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, if there's one takeaway from this episode, it's that the four of us can, at the very least, be delusional enough to think that we're podcasters. So seriously, 
have the confidence to go for your dreams. Um, who's got a weekly win? Well, I'll give it a real quick one, which is, I don't, I think people are not going to like this, but I bought a sling. I don't know if I should call it a sling or a bag. It goes over my shoulder and it's large enough to hold Jet. And so he lays in this little sling bag that I can carry him around with me. Is it for dogs? Mm-hmm. That's so cute. I love it. Is it because he's getting old? Oh. No, it's it's because lately he's been coming over to my desk while I'm working and he just sits at my feet mm-hmm. and whines to get up on my lap. Mm-hmm. And if he sits on my lap, then I can't get any work done. So this way he's just sort of like solution. hanging on your side. Yeah. That I could have used that when he was at our house because he's so sweet, but he is literally like a toddler on your lap when you're on the computer because he's pawing mm-hmm. at the keyboard and it's yeah. really hard. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> That's actually brilliant. So no, I don't like I don't dislike it. It's hilarious and I will make fun of it, but I'm <laughs> wearing him like a baby. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. time so you dog sit, you'll have to try it out. I was afraid yeah. you were going to say you'd bought a sling because you had another, like, carpal tunnel injury or something. Yeah. You're going to have your wrist braces and, like, a oh. arm sling or something. <laughs> no, but since I've been tiling, I I do have to wear my the braces pretty much any time I'm not laying tile. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> so mine is Travis Kelsey's tweet about Olive Garden, specifically, that resurfaced. It's an old tweet. He had some, you know – People have been finding old stuff. He also did a promo for the giving machines last year, which I posted on my personal Instagram. That post has now been taken down, and I don't I don't know why. Our friend um, Jensen messaged me and was like, were you the one that posted that thing? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I can't find it. And I, and she, I was like, I think it got taken down. Oh, no. I don't know. It was getting flooded with excited Latter-day Saints commenting. So I think maybe it was just like, yeah, we're just going to take this down. But um, I know it's really funny. Uh, but anyway, his tweet about Olive Garden specifically – sorry, I got to find this specific one. This is from uh, June 27th, 2011. It says, up at Olive Garden with Papa had to grab the grab the fettuccine with the chicken Alfredo. Hashtag schmackin. Okay. Now I'm more obsessed with him. I know. It's so so endearing (laughs) that he's tweeting about Olive Garden with Papa and like what he ate at Olive Garden. And then Olive Garden, I love it's so cheesy, but when brands have like a quippy like PR like person on their social media, it I I eat it up. So Olive Garden retweeted it and it said, It's a love story, baby just say when because you know what the cheese or they say say when oh that's fun it's really clever and it's made my day like (laughs) there's a few more he also misspelled chipotle in one and so chipotle has one where they retweeted it and said it's me hi dot 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 and i think it's alluding to the fact that like no one can say the name of their <laughs> brand properly. But anyway. The fettuccine Alfredo is schmackin. Yeah. Schmackin. <laughs> oh. Totally is. He He's was right on the money. 100% right. Um, okay. My weekly win is 
I've been eating great food ever since I got here. The, I feel like we get like a lot of the Texas chains here because um, mm, we are mm-hmm. close to Texas. So yeah, I'm like, mm, I forgot how good food is outside of. Okay, okay, so that's sorry. so mean. Um, but <laughs> uh, I have discovered Sonic, as I mentioned earlier. It's everywhere here. And it's like, we have a swig, but it's a little bit too far to go, like, every day. But there's a Sonic just, like, two minutes. Isn't there a Sonic right in Provo? Yeah, but why would I go to Sonic when there was swig? I never, ever went to Sonic. Sonic is so cheap during happy hour, though. Yeah, well, you can get happy hour prices on the app anytime. (gasps) You're kidding. Yeah. And in her fast food apps. (laughs) I someone told me about this, so I, I wasn't even just downloading the app, you know, myself. I it was recommended to me. Yeah, Sonic's big here, and so I think it's gonna be like my new. Cult oh, course. you're gonna be in that drive-through constantly, all the time. I want to try all the yourself. horrifying. Everything mm-hmm. they have is absolutely horrifying. Um. It's you guys remember Radio Grill in the Eagle River Walmart. Yes. It's basically radio grill food (laughs) because it's like mozzarella sticks. It's just like weird, like frozen fried concoctions. Yeah. Yeah. Any time of day, you can go in the morning. I got a pretzel twist with cheese at 9.30 in the morning. (laughs) What? Did you drip the cheese on the steering wheel like your like your churro chocolate at McDonald's? Oh my gosh, I did spill cheese on the steering wheel. <laughs> oh my oh word! No. Oh no! Oh, I forgot about those churro sticks. Those were so. Good. <laughs> I hope Sonic has churro sticks. But yeah, that's gonna be like my. My new reason to live. So your local, like, remember when we read that book about love where you live, and it yes. said a third place is Sonic. Is Sonic, Sonic third my third place? place in I'm intimidated and confused by the ordering mm-hmm. system, but I will figure it out, and then it will be my third place. Well, this week has been devoid of wins, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, no, I'm, I'm sure there's something good. The only thing I can think of is I've been influenced to read Christmas books, which mm-hmm. I've never done before, like Christmas romances, holiday, holiday, just like fun little, basically the Hallmark movie of books. But all the influencers are talking about like what I'm, what's on my TBR this holiday season and they've already begun. And so I am listening to Christmas Shopaholic, which is, you know, Confessions of a Shopaholic. Oh. It's just is it the same in that, in that universe? Oh, cute! Uh, oh. And I it's just her books. at Christmas, and yeah, it's very, it's very pleasant. I am loving it. Honestly. I love that reading has become so trendy. <laughs> I know. I love. I love uh, like reading girlies on Instagram. They're like in their cute like little chair and they have like some kind of cute drink or something and they're just being like so fancy about it and mm-hmm. I love I love that mm-hmm. I think that's very fun so anyway I yeah I'm just I like this new venture it's 
it's just bringing bright holiday cheer to my everyday. Mm. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.